Podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Bray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on till they can ignore you. Put it up for the Wigan Warriors. What's going on, West Coast Cam? A lot. I like it. I like the sound of a lot. A lot could be a good thing or a bad thing. It just depends on what you're referring to. Well, I mean, you know, we are a motorsports marketing business podcast. So I'm going to, you know, I'm hoping that we got a lot going on in motorsports, a lot going on in business, and a lot going on in marketing. And hey, let's put all three of them together. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Did you eat some lobster? I did, as a matter of fact. I did. It was pretty good. Um, I'm usually not much of a seafood guy, but uh, Richie Rich, the guy that's been uh, doing our hospitality slash feeding us and whatever at all the East Coast stuff, he's from Connecticut, and he brought a bunch of lobster, and he made these like lobster sandwiches things. Dude, they were so good. And then he made this uh, like shrimp, excuse me, (coughs) shrimp casserole something or other that was really damn good too and i'm not usually a shrimp guy but yeah it was super good so i i uh expanded my my eating food palette over the last weekend and it was a success so what you're telling me is a guy that lives on the ocean doesn't like seafood travels three thousand freaking miles away eats seafood and now all of a sudden he likes seafood. Yeah, I mean, I've always, I mean, my family's huge on seafood. Like my dad, like that's a problem. My dad's such a good cook, and so, like when I go to like a restaurant or something, it's just the fish is like super bland. Like I wouldn't be a guy that just orders fish. And if I eat fish, it has to be like white meat or of some sort. Like super, like none of this. I don't know. I just, I every time I eat fish, I just. When you go to a Mexican restaurant and you have that fish, it's just like filleted open and you see the bones and you're just like, eh. That's well, all I can picture every time I eat it. But now, as I get older, it's getting better. It's getting I, better. I hope that the listeners can like visually hear the rock shaking in my head as you used the phrase fish and Mexican restaurant in the same sentence. I do I not. Know, but who goes to a freaking Mexican restaurant to order fish? I, you're telling me. I. I I'm like not crab. telling you. I'm asking you. I don't know because I don't. I sure in the hell don't. But there's a Mexican food place on every corner where I live and a fish place. So I usually end up at the Mexican food places and it just usually looks pretty nasty on the menu. But as I get older, yes, I'm starting to like more and more seafood. I like crab. I like oysters. I now like lobster. Do Things you, of, you know, the high end. You know, if you're uh, going to give me some tilapia or whatever, nah. Well, no, nobody. Look, our listeners, no one should really be eating tilapia. It's, you know, it's all, it's, <laughs> it's I'm not fake fish. In eating carp. It's fake fish. Hashtag fake fish. Yeah. But anyway, yes, it was good. And I expanded my palate and we qualified 11th. We only made one run. But it was good enough for a number 11 because the track was really tricky. I raced Antron Brown first round. And unfortunately, 
we probably would have had something for him, but it started to started to kind of go to the center line, and I was driving it, and then I looked up and I saw like his back wheels, and so I I mean I didn't want to tear it up, and right as I lifted, he smoked the tires, <laughs> so and I was like, dang it, and you know he went like four oh two, which we probably like by the early numbers it probably would we probably would have went like three ninety eight, so probably would have beat him, but I mean who's to say. You know, it was shocking that he smoked the tires so far out. But I guess I talked to him afterwards, and it looked like they broke an oil line, so the oil was getting on the tires, which caused it to smoke the tires. So, and then there was a massive oil down, which I'm grateful that it wasn't us. So, <laughs> save those points, save that money. That's right. So, I mean, unfortunately, I hate to race like that, but you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So, we'll see what happens in Denver. But between now and then, I have a nice week off. And get to hang out with the family. And we are actually going to get Angie, my wife, her super comp license when this is airing, probably. So she's very excited about that. We got her helmet painted. I'm sure you guys have saw on, on uh, Facebook. She's all dialed in. All of her safety equipment's showing up. And we're pouring her a seat. Getting some pedals dialed in for her. And she's going to get to go have some fun, finally. She's always wanted to do it. She's been around racing her whole life and never really had the opportunity to to uh, to race. And I guess now that she owns half my stuff, she uh, <laughs> she pulled rank. <laughs> Said, "Hate it when that happens." Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm really excited. She's probably going to do really good. She every time we go do like NASCAR experiences or go karts or something, it's like she's really good at it. like. So I have a feeling she's probably going to end up doing better in the damn thing than I do. <clears throat> So, which is which is exciting. So, finally, I have a weekend off, and what am I going to go do? Go to the racetrack. So, but that's okay, dude. That is uh, that is awesome that you're going to get to go do that. I hopefully you got the GoPros all charged up, and we'll have. Oh, I need I need to. That's yeah, we we got it. That way, you can you know complete do the whole evaluation and review of her cockpit procedures and her driving tendencies. So you know you can have that whole. You know, I don't even remember what episode it was where we talked about getting into racing, right? And having somebody yep. that you trust in and follow and and be able to uh, take the criticism from and the pointers and the directions. So you'll be able to do all that this weekend. That'll oh, be yeah. way cool. Whole family going out? Uh, I think my mom's going to keep Jet, the baby, at uh, at my parents' house. I think my dad will probably go. Um, she doesn't want a bunch of people there because she just wants to get it done and then go from there which i understand so but but nick and pat and my my racing buddies will be there so she'll be all right she'll be in good hands totally want the in car for the first burnout oh i know it's so funny because like she's what i told i keep telling her like hey i mean she's been around it her whole life so she's seen it like she knows what it is she knows how powerful and like even a super comp car but she's never physically like Felt it. Rip, right yeah Felt so it. she like and i remember when i first got my super comp license like dude i thought that thing was like the fastest thing on the planet so i hope she has that same reaction that's what's right. gonna ha- what's gonna happen is she's gonna end up stealing all my rides because she's way prettier than me and uh and she's like 60 pounds so <laughs> yeah we both definitely married up on that program there i'm glad that my wife has no desire to drive a car because somebody would give her more money than they would ever give me hashtag don't blame them yeah she uh, tells me the other night my buddy johnny Otten that I, that I used to drive his car um he commented on her helmet or poster or whatever and was like 
you know, A fuel or, you know, what are we getting ready for A fuel? And I'm like, see, you're already taking my rides. Nah. And, uh, she, and then like four hours later she texts me and she goes, cause I've been trying to sell a fire suit, uh, my old fire suit online because it's pretty small. And she's like, Hey, don't sell that fire suit. And I was like, why? It's a dash 20. Like you don't need that for super comp, but she's like, I know, but if I race nitro, I'm going to need it. I'm like, listen oh. to this. Fool. <laughs> oh yeah. Cam staying home with the baby mama going to work. That's right. That's right. Oh God. That's awesome. So, so it'll, it'll be cool. So she's excited. And like I said, hopefully she does well and, and she gets the bug and, Next thing you know, we'll just have to be buying another dragster or something, <laughs> which I can't afford. So it sounds like I'm just losing my dragster is pretty much the sounds of it. I'll just peel my name off the side of it. <laughs> and let her just write not cam in front of it. Yeah. So, you know, pretty much. Oh, well, dude, that's, what else? that's awesome for you guys. Very, very happy for you. I don't know, man. Hashtag Boston. I think how many times did I see that on Instagram over the weekend? All stretched out. I wonder if... Uh, that I have no idea how many hits that took, but every time it seemed like I opened up my Instagram feed this weekend, I saw I saw in there Boston, yeah, uh, and lobster, lobster, Boston and lobster. So, yeah, uh, gotta lo- gotta love it. No, uh, dude, having a weekend off. I know I'm psyched. Dang, that's cool. Yeah, I've had a few weekends off. Yeah, and you had a race off, even though you were there. It sounds like from what I hear. Sorry to bring up bad things, but you do it to me all the time. So, dude, if you're keeping score, so be it. <laughs> Just saying. No, yeah, we did. <clears throat> uh, that's uh, for sure. You know, we had a uh, historic uh, second only DNQ in my career uh, in Top Sportsman, uh, which is that as funny as that may sound, it is kind of demoralizing a little bit. Uh, however. We, we made some huge strides. We did. We went to Indy uh, for the D3 uh, North Central Division race uh, at Lucas Oil, trying to get the feel of that place as we'll be going back there in September for the U.S. Nationals, the big go. Uh, and uh, we did. They had 46 top sportsman cars on the property, and we qualified 41st. And oh. Golly, right? And that, that sounds horrible, right? 41st out of 46. Yeah, but what was the bump though? Bump was a six seventy five. Yeah, that's stout. And we call and we our best lap was a six eighty six. So that's still. I mean, in a in a new car, like that's still you're going the right direction. It's oh. not like you went like seven forty. No, said, for oh, sure. Oh man, I didn't make it. Like it's not like that you're really like <laughs> under gun. Like you you just you're still working the kinks out of it no yeah absolutely and and that was it's kind of hard you have to keep things you know and, and we talk about it on the show right we want people to keep things in perspective and and make their plan and and literally when we went 686 that was the eighth pass on the car and the third quarter mile pass so um big you know big strides the first one uh i actually felt the the impact of a shredding the blower belt as on first qualifier uh, because Welcome I... Welcome to the club, buddy. Yeah, but the thing is, is your blower belts are like what? Like four feet long? <laughs> Mine's 30 inches. Oof. 
and it shredded, dude. It was trucking along, and all of a sudden, it laid over. I thought I kicked the rods out of that thing. I pulled over. I pulled over towards the wall and went on down the racetrack under power, right? Because it was still running. And everybody's like, "Oh, we thought you were hitting the wall." And I was like, "No, I was trying to stay out of the groove and just get get out of the way." So, uh, but no, we you know, we did. We made strides and completely happy. Uh, I found out Monday, so which this obviously Saturday, but anyway, found out Monday from uh, the Magnuson folks that it's believed, alleged, that we now have the, the quickest and fastest uh, 2650 Magnuson supercharger in the country. So we're pretty happy about that. Uh, just eight-tenths of a tick off of busting into the 200-mile-an-hour zone with a, a little itty-bitty 427 uh, and a very small blower combination. So we're happy about that, and uh the team at Hyperactive, got to give them a shout out. Joe was one one phone call away. Most people that have been listening to us for any time know Joe. He was one of our very first guests that we had. And uh, I made a post about him taking on our life, like reality life, like r- truly uh, uh, living re- reality TV show uh, because he was there one text away over the weekend and couldn't have been happier with the strides that we made. So we uh, will pack all that crap up and we're going to stuff it in a 10 pound bag and try to do it again this weekend in Chicago. And who knows, maybe we might uh, get our first qualified uh, event with our little Patterson Elite 427. So uh, pretty pretty happy for everybody involved and grateful. And yeah, but yeah, that was not cool to DNQ, you know, sidebar. Yeah, it's it's not fun. But I agree. But having die back at the track, all of us being back at the track, that was huge. So that's a great. win. That was a win. It very much so was. So we're gonna keep pushing that. And uh, appreciate everybody thoughts, concerns, posts, messages. Greatly appreciate it. Keep them coming. We will always enjoy having them. So that being said, what else, what else is going on in the motorsports marketing business world? Well, dude, it, I mean, people, we got it. We got to hold on before we jump ahead. People are tuned in, right? It's a Saturday or whatever it is for us dropping this, but you know, they've been listening and so forth. And I think everybody kind of is getting in the situation where they're expecting us to have a guest today. Yeah. But we like to change things up, and you just get to hear me and Don rant for, you know. I mean, everybody's used to Don ranting, but <laughs> we're going to fill in our guest spot with just rest more of Don's shenanigans, and then maybe I'm going to dabble in there a little bit. What, really, really just ranting? But how, how about we tell them why? I mean, uh, why don't you tell us why, Don? I mean, why do I always have to be the one with the technical difficulty problems? You're the guy that records now. I, I pass that baton to you. I want to let everybody know that the only reason why Don records is because Cam decided to fry his MacBook. Anyway, yes. And, too, and I can't buy a new one yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. All my assets are on hold currently. Let's keep let's keep those uh, racers and rental cars t-shirt sales going so we can afford to buy Cam a MacBook. Yeah, need a new computer. He's over, can quit bitching. He's over here recording on a Dell something other, 345 or 330 or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, I got my Apple IIe over here. <laughs> Apple IIe. <laughs> no, we have Playing had... the Oregon Trail, too. <laughs> got your Abacus out using that. Hell yeah. Uh, no, we did. We had, shocker to everybody, we had technical difficulties again today with one of our co-host guests who will be coming back. 
and we'll have them on at a later date, but we'll talk about them in the future. And I thought it was something that I was looking, I was really looking forward to having them on the show because of how I mentioned a few episodes ago, how deep that I was getting involved with it and in research and kind of, you know, embedding myself in that arena. And so looking forward to having them back on. And, and yes, we had technical difficulties and they had to move on in their itinerary for their day and we just couldn't get it crammed in here. So that means you have to listen to me and Cam or you don't have to at this point. Hey, we're 15 minutes into the show. If you want to turn it off, turn it off. But I, I, I actually have. I'm holding in my hand. Listen to that. We actually have some email to talk about. So I don't think you want to go anywhere. We actually had a listener email us, and uh, we actually have one listener. So we appreciate that person. <laughs> we appreciate that one listener. Not sure if they've bought a T-shirt yet, but. Yeah, we, we definitely need some more T-shirt sales there. So our one said listener, please, as Cam asked, please jump back in, order a T-shirt, all proceeds are going to buy Cam a MacBook so he can start to record the freaking show and maybe we won't have technical difficulties. Yeah, no, dude, our, our website, JT's keeping that, and Brian are keeping that sucker up to date, man. They keep adding stuff, you know, like cool little photos, links. You can listen to all of our shows right there on the website if you don't have Spotify, Apple, you know, Apple iTunes or whatever, or Voice America. Hey, man. We got you dialed in, racersandrentalcars.com. But, Don, tell us about this email that was sent. All right, Cam. So we received the email, and I love emails that start off with, love the podcast. I always love that, right? Because you know the next thing that's coming after it is but. Right? Isn't that right? Usually. Yeah. Usually. All right. So um, the individual emails in and i want to let them know foxtrot 93 thank you very much i'm gonna think that you either like fox body mustangs or you like fox body mustangs and horses or you are a former military person because we have a saying for foxtrot so uh thank you uh foxtrot 93 for emailing in and it says Currently, I have been experiencing a dilemma of sorts. I'm a younger person in the industry that oversees 50 employees, and I wear many hats, one of them being in marketing. I'm a confident speaker and have no fears going into uncomfortable environments. However, I fail every time when it comes to with interacting with others to benefit myself. I always give the credit to other individuals and have a problem with taking the credit for the things that we do. So hopefully you can provide us, provide me some guidance as he quotes in here without Don jumping from the top of his soapbox. So <laughs> want to let everybody know. Man, he must be an avid listener considering that he knows he or, or she knows that. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. And the individual even closed it out saying best wishes in division three competition, Don and nationally cam. So, um, Foxtrot93, thank you very much. So it's interesting that this happens, and I, I don't... It happens a lot. Yeah, because, you know, and I think it happens from a standpoint, it's always easier to give credit, you know, as a, as a leader, you know, what are those? Everybody sees all the ones, you know, a leader, a leader is in the front pulling the rope with the team, and then a selfish leader is on the pulpit cracking the whip, you know, the old horse and carriage type uh, 
pitcher. So Foxtrot 93, for you to give credit to other people for them being involved in the success factor, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because that's how you, it's one of the steps of being able to build an effective team. You being able to interact with individuals to benefit yourself and be successful about that when it comes to growing your network, I think that's probably, it could be, I guess it could be a couple different things. I always had a problem with it in the military because you didn't want to feel like you were interjecting yourself into a conversation or a circle that maybe, you, you know, by standards of the rank structure or command structure, maybe you didn't on the surface belong in it. You know, in the military, we have enlisted clubs, NCO clubs, officer clubs, and those are, those are establishments that, you know, officers club, you, NCO, you got to be invited to you know, right arm night or whatever the case may be. Uh, NCO clubs, same, same way, you know. So uh, even though intellectually-wise or intelligence-wise, you probably have every right to be there. But on the surface of structure, you probably shouldn't be there. So Foxtrot 93, getting over that and realizing that your ability and background drives you and you should have let that drive you into your passion of doing it for yourself, right? So um, we always talk about taking care of one another or taking care of your employees or taking care of your team, taking care of your family. You have to remember, let that be the reason why you're doing it. And you're reaching out to someone and saying, hey, you know, I'm doing this to not only better me or better the company that you're trying to help, but you're doing it for your family. You're doing it for you as an individual. You're doing it for your team or your company, whatever the case may be, to grow your network. And always remember that every business flourishes on a network uh, of individuals. What, what, what do you what do you think? Uh, what do you think right there, Cam? What, I mean, See, he, my, says, uh, he, he says he takes he takes credit for like 25 percent of the pro of the projects and, and and promotions that he does. But here's the thing. I, I feel like some people think that, you know, uh, I find, I find this weird too. Like sometimes I even think about this, like when, <clears throat> as a lot of people know that, like if they follow me on social media or whatever, like on my Facebook, mostly like I don't, you know, yeah, I'll obviously I post stuff about my kid or whatever. Um, but generally it's, racing related of some sorts right and sometimes i get the feeling a lot of people get this they they think oh well you know, there's cameron bragging again or the, you know if there's an article or whatever but i'm literally <clears throat> sharing that information to people that maybe have not seen it you know that are in my quote-unquote network now and i feel like that maybe this person that that wrote in uh, maybe gets that gets that vibe too like but you have to let go of the fact that self promotion is not bragging to it to an extent. You got there's a fine line to where it's like, oh, look at me, I'm bitching, versus like, hey, here's relative content or here's something that I've done or whatever, like an accreditation or not accreditation, but an accomplishment that that I've done. It's not like you're posting or doing something every ten minutes to say, oh, well, screw everybody else, you know, you know, this was this was all me, like you know. If you can share the information and and get it out there in a positive way, I think that that's the biggest thing when it comes to like 
self-promoting yourself and it's not bragging. There's a difference between bragging and self-promotion. I totally agree with that. All right, so here, let's do this back and forth because this this just brought something to my head. So if I walk into a room and we're having a conversation, we're just talking, we're just talking, and there's that awkward pause of silence, and I blurt out, hey, did you know that I, is that self-promotion or bragging? I take that as bragging. Boom, I'm with you. Yeah, now it's funny you bring that up because I, a lot of times for places I go, I get a lot of my friends, like say, let's just put this in a, like a bar setting, right? Like I, like if I go to a bar and I'm having a beer or lunch with my buddy or whatever, and there's somebody next to me, you know, at a bar, there's a lot of casual conversation, right? To the people next to you or whatever, like that there's a sports game on or whatever. I'm generally not the one that will initiate the conversation as to what I do or where I come from or whatever. Generally the person, like if there's a small talk, Hey, how's it going? Whatever. Like, Oh, is that good beer? Good. Or is, Oh, is your food good? Something like that. But then you take, you take that and then you start having this conversation about, you know, I don't just blurt out. Oh, by the way, did you know that I drive top fuel? Like they're like, what? I would never do that. But a lot of times when I'm with friends or whatever, and these casual conversations start, they say, oh, well, you're the racer or whatever. Or if somebody says, oh, what do you do? You know, oh, I do marketing or whatever. Oh, you know, and then what, do you, what are your hobbies? Oh, well, I, I drag race. Okay, and then the drag racing turns into a conversation about what I actually do. That's different than saying, oh, well, you know, did you know that I drive top field dragster? Um, what the hell do you do? Like, there's a difference there. because, But I'm also a proponent of always letting people know where what it is I do, where I'm going, and where I've been. Because I feel it's important because you never know who you're talking to. Elevator but pitch. I, that's right. So you have to have that down, but you also can't turn that into like, oh, look at me, I'm bitching. It's just you have to come up with a way to take compliments, take criticism, and all these things in a pot. You have to take a positive spin on it. So that way, you know, everything kind of relates to one. But yes, there, there's two different ways like that. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Like it's, I'm not the one that usually says, oh, well, pff. by the way, did you know that I was in a movie when I was 12? No, I do that for like, you. Yeah. It, well, but <laughs> you know, that's what's funny. So that's a prime example, right? Everybody I like, I feel, let's take the acting thing, right? Yes. I was an actor. Yes. I was in a movie. Yes. I was a child actor, blah, blah, blah. I'm 34 or almost 34 years old. That's when I was from 10 to 17, right? 10 to 18 or whatever. I look at that as like a stage in my life that I don't usually ever bring up. The only time I bring that up is if somebody asks me how I got into racing and I say, I tell them my story. So from, you know, if, if they want to hear from day one to, you know, how I got into racing, because that's a lot of people I don't know. I don't lead off with, oh yeah, well, by the way, I was in a movie and this, that, and the other thing. But a lot of my friends or colleagues or racing people, they think it's really cool that I was in a movie, which yes, it was, but I don't, I don't want to be known as the guy that, oh yeah, well, you just were in a movie. (laughs) But it's, yes, it's part of my life. It's part of my story. It's a big, it was a huge part of my life. But yeah, I have friends that bring that up, which, I mean, yeah, I had small roles in, in, commercials or movies or whatever it wasn't like i was john travolta you know what i mean so it's like people wouldn't necessarily recognize me unless they've seen the movie 500 times at christmas you know what i mean like 
<laughs> so, but people, other people think it's cool, and that's when I when I get like this email is about the self promotion where it's like, oh yeah, I don't really want to talk about that. But it's it's not that I'm embarrassed. It's just you just kind of take it and you you laugh it off and smile about it and say, yeah, that, that was part of part of my journey and and go from there. So would you think that there can be, well, I shouldn't say can be, that you should look at self-promotion or the difference in self-promotion and bragging, the split of letting it not define you. So you as a person, right? So, okay, I was in the military for 23 years. I don't let that define me. Does that, what that is, my experiences and stuff, does it make up who I am, my character and fabric? Absolutely, 100%. It's not, it's never going to change, right? And this is an ongoing discussion on a regular basis inside my house because everybody thinks that I talk like a drill sergeant, nonetheless. Lieutenant Don. Uh, so, but the motorsports thing is kind of who I am. So it's not a bragging point. It's a defining point of your self-promotion. It's who you are, right? You're still a person. And if you're a good person, then you have good morals, you have good values and ethics. You push through that and you let the motorsports and your job or your career, both successes and failures, right? You let it define who you are. Why do we have occupations on tech cards or why do people put it in their in their bios? Because... You want, you want people in a sense of pride to know what it is that you do or you're capable of doing. Agree mm-hmm. or disagree? No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, <clears throat> I don't think just, but I, I think a lot of social media people get the wrong idea. It, and it affects self-promoting as well, right? It's a lot easier to, to bury yourself in the sand when you're talking to somebody in person or whatever, but social media, like, I mean, people may look at my social media and think like, dude, all this guy posts about is racing. Well, yeah, because a lot of my personal life is my personal life. I mean, yeah, I like to let people know that I have a life and, you know, uh, a beautiful wife and a beautiful baby and all that, but it's not like I'm not letting everybody every 30 seconds, like, Oh yeah, I'm doing this, that, or the other thing outside of the racetrack. But a lot of people do that. And I think that sometimes when people start to brag versus self-promote. And like this person said in their email, they said, oh, you know, I maybe only take 25% of the credit for something that I do. Maybe that's okay. Because if, if it's something that you're doing as a team or as a group, maybe you're only worth 70 or 25% of, of the 100% that, that took to do it. And that's okay. You know, but it, I mean, if you're shy about it, the biggest hurdle you or the biggest not necessarily a hurdle, hurdle, but it's more so a hindrance to you is people aren't going to know your skill set, right? So you kind of bury your skill set in into somebody else, and then they're going to maybe hire that other person on your team or whatever. Which, at the end of the day, like we all want to make money, or we all want to race, or we all want to do things, right? So if you're the if you're the clutch guy or you're the bottom end guy on a, on a championship caliber winning team, let's say if you're the clutch guy or bottom end guy on Steve Torrance's team, they won the, the championship last year, right? 
I'm pretty sure that they got a ring and they were they were a huge integral main part of that of that team. It's not just Steve. And Steve is you know, and he lets everybody know that. He, it's a it's a family thing. They do it together. So why not praise yourself for being part of that, right? But I mean, yeah, you you weren't the whole thing. It's not like that person's walking around at the bar going, "Oh yeah, like I'm I'm the I'm the world champ," right? Check Get me out. out. Of my way. Yeah, give Check me a free me beer, out. would you? But you know, it, but it depends on what I guess what you're self promoting about, right? So if this person is talking about it, you know, at work or whatever, maybe twenty five percent is okay. And then, but if you're talking about racing or you're trying to grow your brand. Your brand is you. Everybody needs to remember that. Your brand is you. In what we're doing, and I mean, at least in the motorsports realm, your brand is yourself. Your brand isn't necessarily the car you drive because the car you drive may change week in, week out, right? So you have to grow yourself. So how do you grow yourself? Tell everybody where you're going or what you're doing. Totally, totally agree. And that's in... And I think from a leadership standpoint, you still have to do that. If you're, if you're in a circle of, you know, let's, let's see if we can paint a picture for Foxtrot. He makes, makes a comment that he's very comfortable, <clears throat> excuse me, with other people. And he's in, a, he's in a small environment, right? So he has a problem with small talk. But if you're a leader then you should never be able or no, I'm sorry you should never be incapable of holding a room I think that you know that is extremely important for people that are in marketing or communicators or public relations or and even drivers you should be able to walk in and know absolute no one in the room and be able to pull off something of holding or grasp their attention quickly um, in small talk, in conversation. And I, I think that that's extremely important. Um, you know, military, you know, we used to do training. They talk about, you can go YouTube this, this is hilarious, but they teach drill sergeants to give their instructions. They learn and practice by talking to a tree and, because you need an inanimate object that you can just look at and spew what it is that you need to give directives and verbatim and practice them over and over again so that when it comes time to lead and train troops, you don't forget what it is that you're supposed to be saying uh, and how to train them properly. I think giving your elevator pitch, if you need practice, go talk to a tree. I mean, tree's not going to talk back. It's not going to give you criticism. This just in on racers and metal cars. Today's <laughs> advice Go talk to a tree. Talk to a tree. I'm just saying you have to practice those things and have confidence in yourself. I'm sorry. What's that cliche? Dogs smell weakness or they smell fear. So can leaders. We, we know whether or not you have an idea about what you're about to talk about or what you're talking about or you and your own self-worth as a person when you walk into a room. Be confident. You woke up this morning, you got dressed, you went to work, somebody's paying you to do your job, do it to the best of your ability, always strive to improve yourself. And remember, it's yourself. It's your own self-promotion. Be confident in it. Don't brag. But also, remember, take care of your team. 
and those that help you be successful. Don't forget where you came from. Uh, that may have been a long-winded answer for Foxtrot, but um, hopefully Foxtrot will send us another email and probably be telling us to hashtag shut it. Yeah, <laughs> hashtag to piss off. <laughs> So no, thanks for the thanks for the email. I know that was a long-winded reply and answer, but you know that that's a that's a great a great thing. You know, a lot of people struggle with you know taking credit for things, and you know just just I guess at the end of the day, our advice is let people know what you're doing. Be proud of what you do, and just make sure you're not in a bragging state. No, for sure. I, I'm not. Don't don't be a don't be a bragger. Don't be a Kardashian. <laughs> right I, I can say that because those are definitely braggers right and they're definitely not listening to the racers <laughs> De- <laughs> definitely not <laughs> absolutely not not even bruce he's not listening either oh uh, all right so i'm checking that off we talked about that we talked about that cam do you know that somebody sent me a note about how many days are left until pri Wow. How many are left, Don? Well, we move in on December 7th. Is that right? What's the Tuesday? Hold on. No, I'm sorry. December 9th. So, dude, we're four months away. Nice. Well, I guess I should probably decide if I'm going to be going. There's going to be, there's a lot of changes in my life that are coming. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to be there yet. Well, you know, I, I might be there. I, I like change, though. Change I mean, is a good change is an outstanding thing. I, I mean, dude, we're we're making changes in in our personal lives and our professional lives. You and I both are. We have, you know, I I. It seems like every time I turn around, I'm changing something over here, or something's changing to impact our our personal and professional. I think that's. Dude, that's business. We got you. Got to move. You got to change. I, I mean, um, things are going to happen, and so uh, and you got to be ready for it. Another word of advice for racers and rental cars: be prepared. What um, What did Bruce Willis say in the last Boy Scout? Watch I don't out! Know. What's the Boy Scout? No, 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 the movie Knucklehead. Oh, he said, "What did he say? Satan Claus is out there, Jimmy. He's out there everywhere. Be prepared. Be prepared." Yep. So, yeah, I, when that happened, I went, holy cow. So, four months away, this is crazy. This is insane that we're getting ready to head off to PRI show here in a few short months. And I wonder if people are working on 2020 yet. I am. Doubt. Most people probably are not. I can... I can be honest with you and say that I haven't even thought about 2020 with there's a lot lot going on and uh, I just haven't got there and I'm behind the eight ball but to be honest with you I'm trying to get to Denver <laughs> so <laughs> I was getting ready to say have you even thought to August 1st uh, I have well, yes I have thought to August 1st but okay September but, 1st <laughs> not so much <laughs> not so much let's keep things in perspective Keep that's things right. in perspective. And I know that's not what we tell people to do, but sometimes man, life happens. Life happens. There you go. Oh, man. Okay. Well, look, I know it's a week removed by the time this drops, but 
What did you think about Cruz Pendergon and Sean Langdon? I thought that was pretty awesome. I thought I had two. I had a couple thoughts. Um, I feel like part of that might have been NHRA or like you know they want they want this stuff you know they want not fighting but they want story plots right so I feel like some of it may have been forced but I mean I know it wasn't like hey Cruz hey Sean you guys should get in a fight I know it wasn't like that but they they try to like (laughs) bring it more to light than what it is I mean that stuff happens all the time like in the staging lanes and stuff like some of the some of the things you hear and stuff and it's like it it just happens like you'd be surprised you know like from team to team like you you know people say certain things under your breath and it's like oh shit they're standing right behind me I witnessed a few things that a few things like that this year and I was like oh wow like you're lucky you didn't get throat punched there buddy um but they want the drama and they want because they want the ratings or whatever but you know the sad part is is like I know I heard a little bit behind the scenes of that stuff and they don't give you the whole story you know they don't they try to you know I don't want to just really share my opinion because I really like Sean and Cruz has always been nice to me but yeah they bo- they both have their own opinions and I don't know it maybe got a little more escalated than it could have been or should have been, but it made for good TV and it got a lot of, a lot of promotion for NHRA, which I guess in a way it can be positive. So, and no punches were thrown, but I just hate the part that I just hate the part that they don't, that, that most people don't see what provoked that, I guess is the best thing that I'm trying to say. Well, and I can, I can agree with you to, to a point about that um but at the same time right so all mo- all motorsports i wait a minute well golly could i i might even actually be able to say all sports as i'm sitting here trying to think because i'm thinking about the whole drama filled world cup with the USA team. Um thinking about NASCAR drama over 4th of July. I'm thinking about the home run derby drama. I I mean drama's and, everywhere. Drama's good. Yeah. But I, but it's just fun like when you're when you're when you see what it really is for it, it just goes to show you like reality TV is not reality TV. You know, so it kind of spoils it for a guy like me that knows the back like you know or like oh well did you watch the bachelor last night or or whatever i know you get pissed when i refer to the bachelor or whatever or bachelorette or i'm shaking I'm my saying, head like, i'm shaking my head it's so all bad scripted, it's all scripted people <laughs> but people choose not to not to look at that and they form like their own opinions which is what makes the world go around uh man what do I, I, just threw, I just threw him for a loop. See that? Bring I up said, the bachelor. My skin I starts bachelor crawling. bachelor, and he just, like, he's getting ready to, he's teeing up for a rant now. Well, <clears> no, because I, man, I like. Because you like the bachelor. I'm just kidding. No, you bite your tongue. Shut your mouth. There you go. Throat punch that. Um, okay, so, I mean, 
let, let's do some evaluation here, right? I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Sean Langdon is a four-time world champ, right? Four-time champion. Cruz, two-time champ. Cruz has only been a champ in Funny Car. Sean, multi-champion, sportsman ranks, and in the Nitro ranks, racing all over the country on all kinds of different venues, track surfaces, track prep. I, his opinion, dude, if you put the two of them in a room and tell me I got to just, I got to choose one of them's opinion to go with. Hey, sorry, but I'm choosing Sean. He's, I'm not, I mean, I know what they refer to Sean. Sean's the newcomer because he's only been out, only been out here a few years or whatever racing and Cruz has been out there 30 years. I'm not discounting your experience in the class for 30 years. Thank you very much. So at some point, um, you become a little bit stagnant. Maybe you believe your own hype. I don't know. I'm just saying I, I like the drama aspect of it. And no, it's cool. And, <laughs> I, I, I think so too. And I, I mean, you should have heard all the, the banter, like everybody else, like uh, driver intros, a bunch of people were talking about it. <laughs> Everybody's just laughing. I, I, dude, Sean is, he, he I, I mean, I just, I, I think Sean is a fresh face. Him and JR both to the surface of NHRA drag racing and being able to push forward no different than your face or Austin Proc's face that, you know, is hopefully is going to carry the flag. I mean, I hate to say it that way. Like we're, we're a boat going down, we're taking on water or whatever, but that they're going to carry, you guys are going to carry the flag into the future and, you know, cruise. What do you, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, man. Uh, I don't. I, maybe I'm getting tongue tied over here a little bit. I'm trying to figure out piece by piece of what I want to say about it because I think I can just would probably alienate about half of our listeners. I mean, so that's like what half of one. So, <laughs> but I mean, in in their in both of their rebuttals, there was there was uh, there was points where I was like, ooh, <laughs> that was below the belt, but that was kind of funny. Uh, yeah, is Cruz going to fire himself at the end of the season? That's good. I mean, you know, I, that was that was funny. I thought it was hilarious, you know. And and they are in tenth place, and somebody else is looking up, somebody else is looking down. I mean, it's that's uh, that was funny, nonetheless. I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, what else you got for me? And. Can, I almost fall back in my chair. I see that. Well, so the last thing I want to wrap up with here as we have completely off the rail this podcast for the week is, man, we're, we're heading into the summertime. Big swing coming for the West Coast. People are getting ready for school, getting ready to go back to school. And, I, you know, all I can think about sitting over here is I'm thinking about the big go in Indy. The U.S. Nationals. I, I I cannot get it out of my head right now. Uh, I looked at the entry list the other day. Got forty cars in top dragster. Forty cars right now in top sportsman. And somebody is going to be chasing that first ever top sportsman top dragster Wally at the Big Go. I it just man. I, I'm I'm getting excited about it. I'm getting a little nerved up. Um, 
goosebumps and so forth working forward. But as I, as I say that, it brings to my mind of who our guest was supposed to be today, talking about being all amped up in anxiety. Uh, we were going to have John Wiseman on from Direct CBD Online. Uh, as we alluded earlier, that we're talking to a lot of different CBD folks. John's company, uh, for people that know my background, uh, was heavily involved with the Salute Our Troops Tour uh, when I first left the Army. And we traveled around the country. And John was John's company at that time, Ballantine Brands, was involved with our Salute Our Troops program. So, of course, me reaching out, wanting to get as much information as I possibly can about CBD, uh, John was, was, you know, willing to try to cram us into his schedule to get him to come on and we just couldn't get it done with our technical difficulties so today's show is actually brought to you by verizon uh not uh spectrum uh because our wi-fi went down so we hot spotted it but john has graciously sent us a discount code for everyone to use since he couldn't be on the show because of it and if you'll go to uh, cb Direct, I'm sorry, see, I get CBD on my mind. DirectCBDonline.com and put in the discount code RACERS20, right? RACERS20, you're going to get 20% off whatever you order on the website. Um, And they're a wholesale company. They've got all the brands. Um, We are a family that uses uh, CBD on a regular basis, and we get some of our products from John and his team. And so... um, I, I encourage you, uh, being someone that uses it uh, and not the plethora of medications that I have been on in the past because of my military service. Uh, if you've got body aches, pains, can't sleep, uh, nervous tendencies, whatever the case may be, I challenge you to go out there, research it, start looking into the CBD stuff as an alternative form of medicine. And when you decide to choose something or purchase something, I ask you to support John and his team as uh, they've decided to support Cam and I and our racers and rental cars broadcast. So uh, that discount code again, racers20, uh, directcbdonline.com. Go give them a look. And uh, thank you very much for that, John. Greatly appreciate it. We'll be looking forward to having John on so he can uh, answer some questions. And if you're racers out there or individuals and you have some CBD questions, by all means, hit us up at Racers and Rental Cars. Uh, well, that's the hate mail account, right, Cam? Yes, sir. That's hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. Yeah, send us, a, send us an email. We'll, questions, we'll put them all together, and we'll do some rapid-fire stuff with uh, John when he gets back on the show with us. So uh, that being said, Cam, I'm going to pack up my crap and uh, – I shouldn't. I really shouldn't refer to her. You know, we're going through names right now. I say crap. We're going through names. Names. Trying to come up with a solid name for the Camaro. Oh, it's crap. Yeah, no, well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go with that one. <laughs> we we we're going through all kinds of names, trying to come up with a good. You know, we had the Monster Carlo and or the Monty or what you know, and so you know it was the Mad Scientist for a while with VP being the the major. Uh, and we now we, had, my buddy, one of my best friends in high school had a, had like an 85 Camaro and thing was sick. And he was the first person that had a car and, uh, he, we used to pile like 20 people in that thing to go to lunch and we used to call it the Mamero. Mamero. 
Why would, what, what, what's the Momero? I don't know. It just, it stuck. I don't know. I, I, I did. Yeah. We've tried some different ones to come up with. Um, and it, it, it's hard, not hard, but you want something that fits the car and me. Like you said, it's your brand, right? And so uh, we've been coming up with some stuff for the NGK, NTK Camaro and, and looking forward to uh, hopefully having a name soon. And I need a new hashtag for it. Um, someone sent me Doninator. <laughs> the Doninator. Uh, I want to call it Bubba. Bubba the Love Camaro? No, I like Bubba uh Bubba Sparky. Just call him Bob, SpongeBob. No, I'm not calling it SpongeBob. Alright. If anybody has any ideas for Don's Don's car, that's hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. We'd love to hear them. And please remember, these have to be like corporate, okay? They're gonna be used in media campaigns. So let's I'm here <laughs> to I'm here to tell you that send whatever you got, man. I'd love to hear them. We'll, we'll review them on the show if uh, if there's anything good, and you know Don can play political, um, but I'll rate I'll rate the ones that aren't political for you. The self promotion will turn into self hate. I have no idea, and n- none whatsoever. All right, Cam, dude, I'm done. I'm spent. I'm gonna pack up our stuff. We're gonna take the NGK car to Chicago. I missed the national, but I'm gonna make the divisional. We'll see where our weekend goes. Well, hopefully uh, you qualify because I didn't qualify there. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so Hey, I could one-up you there, right? Yes, you can. I, I know the one thing that is, seems to be on everybody's mind is getting Portillo's. So uh, I, I know my wife is looking forward to uh, being in Chicago for a few days. And uh, hopefully we can uh, stick it in the field and who knows, maybe get her her first wind light of her new life with us. There you go. That'd be awesome. All right, dude. I'm out of here. Take us home. All right. As usual, thank you, Voice America, for uh, helping us produce this. Uh, Streetway Marketing and RacePack.com for all of uh, your data logger needs. And, yeah, see you next week. Let's put it.